Hey there, it's Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, a podcast geared towards the things you may be misunderstanding about the difficult relationships in your life. I did not understand it when I was in it, but I definitely understand it now, and I want to share that understanding with you so that you too can find the courage you didn't know you had to make the changes you didn't think you could make. Welcome to the fourth and final episode in the series, My Journey Through the Eyes of the Man Who Loves Me. I hope you enjoyed our venture, our journey, our story, and I'm hoping that we can be a happy inspiration of hope to those who are going through some of the same things. I hope we can be inspiration to those who feel like this is something that they may never have in their life. And I hope he can be an inspiration to those people who are in a relationship with someone who has been in a toxic or emotionally abusive relationship. Because I know for him, it has been a challenge for him to learn how to see things the way that I see it in order for him to know how to support me correctly. Um, He is open to questions. So after this episode concludes, you guys know how to get a hold of me. Please don't hesitate to send in your questions if you have questions about either our story, if you have questions for him, if you have questions for us as a couple. Uh, The reason we're here today is to share with you the fact that there is happiness after toxic relationships and there is happiness in life past toxic relationships. And I will tell you, the happiness doesn't necessarily have to be in another relationship. He made me find my happiness outside of our relationship. And for a long time, I pushed against that. So here's episode number four. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, so I remember in the beginning when we would have a struggle and we would have a going back and forth. Now for the for the for the audience, you know, I would say 90 plus percent of our conflicts uh, in the early days was usually around kiddos. Okay. When it was just Heidi and I, I don't honestly remember too many, too many issues there, but you know, blended families are tough and you know, we, we all get frustrated, but she would want to solve everything before we would go to bed. And I mean, you, you, we would have these secular conversations and I circular. He says secular, but he means circular. circular, The infinite loop, if you will. There was no end to this. Okay. And so, um, I would just get up and go to bed. I needed so much validation. And she would get so frustrated and she finally called me out on it. She's like, you know, why do you do that? And I say, you know what? Sometimes after a good night's sleep, you have a totally different perspective on the conversation. You just do that. That whole uh, thing about don't go to bed mad. I'm not going to bed mad. I'm really just going to bed and I'm going to get a new perspective the next day. And I'll tell you, we have solved more stuff like that mm-hmm. because you have a different point of view. But it took and me. We've stuck a fork in so many things, but trying to do that prior to that is oh that's tough and that that's been a big helper for us and that's one of the things you've really stuck to pretty well yeah and it, it took me a long time to get away from that 
he just left the conversation and went to bed. And I have to tell you, he would get up and go to bed and pretend he was sleeping. And I knew he wasn't sleeping and he would act like he was sleeping and it would make me mad because I knew he wasn't sleeping. But when I would finally settle down and go to bed, we both had a different perspective. And now if we do that, he'll get up in the morning and he'll say, so is there anything we need to talk about from last night? And it's so not even an issue. We don't even talk about it. I'm like, no, I think I'm good. Um, but it was just that feeling of having conflict with him that would just send me into a, you know, because I, I, I was trained to be very black and white. If, if everything is not perfect, it is 100% failure. So if he's going to go to bed mad, the relationship is over and he's leaving in the morning is how I would picture it. And that was another thing he really helped me through. And I think there's actually been a time or two when I've gone to bed before you. And if you've been one of my clients, you already know you've gotten a text that says, I don't care if it's 7.30, go to bed because everything's going to look better in the morning. Oh, you're so right. Especially if you've been drinking or or you had a stressful day or I don't know, whatever you're into. But um, there's a lot of things that can exacerbate the conflict or argument or whatever. So that's, that's really helped us. Um, I think the other thing that's really worked well is I always tell Heidi, whatever it is, it can wait because I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving you. I'm not, you know, this is a forever thing. So what, what, what is my favorite words when you say we're solid, we are solid. So then if no we matter with the conflict, we're yeah. solid, we'll solve it. But if you're ever in a relationship where someone's like, you know, nervous that someone's going to leave all the time, that's not even remotely healthy. So we don't do that. Um, no, I'll be, I'll say in the beginning, now I'm, I'm talking first year or two, there was quite a few times where if we had conflict due to kiddos or we drank too much or whatever it was, you would say, you want me to leave? Should I leave? Yep. You were the first to do and, that. And, and he, I'd be like, what are you talking and you know about? What he said. Why would you say that? You made a rule that I, I couldn't say that. And I don't, we have never no, said it again. No. That is just, that is ridiculous uh, to live on the edge like that of not knowing. We don't, we don't operate like that. And, so, and now when we do have that, I don't have that fear. It helps with conflict though. It's like, yeah. we can, we'll get to this. Yeah. We'll solve it. Yeah. Um, about the conflict, he said, you know, 90% of our fights, I say fights. I can count on one hand how many fights if we put it up against, you know, how I used to fight, but was about the girls. And we had to come to the realization that we don't have any kids together. And regardless of how awful and teenager and naughty they could be, I am always going to side with mine and you are always going to side with yours. So there was a time we just said, we're not, we're not fighting about the girls anymore. That's right. You parent yours and guide yours and I'll support you. And I will do the same with mine. And I don't, yeah. not that we don't get irritated, but we don't, we don't make it between us anymore. No. And that was one of the best decisions that we ever made. Just, this is our main fight. We're not doing it. We already know. Right. So anyway, that's kept us pretty strong. Yeah. Um, you know, the, and so if you, if you, if someone were to ask Jeremy and I, yeah. uh, what, what we think the biggest things that has got us over 
a lot of obstacles and has kept us where, where our relationship is constantly growing. I don't know that our relationship goes backwards, but it's not without, you know, being aware and work. But um, one of the things is transparency for sure. Well, what I've got, what I've had to come to the conclusion on, and it was really this year, believe it or not, is uh, Heidi's not healed. So if any of y'all have even remotely been through half of what she's been through, um, don't think that time necessarily heals everything. It heals some things, but not everything. And, and she's, there's some things that, that pop up even recently that, you know, if I was to give advice to anyone that, that dates or marries someone that has been in a pretty gnarly relationship like that, you need to know that there is probably no end game on, I don't know if I'm allowed to say PTSD, but it, there are these things that are going to trigger and pop and you're, you, I don't think they're ever going to go away. Okay. And so I had, um, you'll have really long spells where it's like, Oh boy, everything's great. But you need to know that if I got frustrated and I was like, Heidi, I just can't believe after 15 years, you're still dealing with this shit because I never been through it. And I, I was just like, man, it doesn't time heal everything. And I'll be honest this last year, I have learned that there is, there is no end game. So if you've signed up for something and you have your boundaries and you get lackadaisical and, and, and slip a little bit, I'm here to tell you that that stuff will come back full force and you will be pulled back very quickly. And I don't care how frustrated you get, you need to remember what you signed up for and why you did it and go back to the boundaries you said you would, you would respect. And, and so, yeah, uh, I, I had a very frustrating time with that specifically this last year. And, and Heidi and I sat down and I've, I've personally done a complete reset. What did I commit to and what, and, and what do I need to do better? Because she needs to feel safe and, I'm not going to get into the details of it, but um, it, it's been a huge learning for me. And yeah. you, you were getting very frustrated when I was like, it's been 15 years. You, you, that was almost a trigger word for you. <laughs> yeah, but I, but I also think, you know, you guys know I did that little, um, a few minutes of transparency in January, and I just apologize for kind of being off the radar because I had been struggling. And it's not necessarily that it's anything to do with him, but I also really felt like all of this was from my former relationship. Like logic would say, my life got all crazy when I got in it. And when I get out of it, everything should go back to normal. And so I spent the last 15 years trying to air quotes, fix it and fix me and get over this. And so these episodes would pop up or I'd feel insecure or whatever, because he doesn't understand emotional abuse, which I'm super thankful for, because that means he hasn't been through it when he wouldn't be able to relate to how I was feeling, I just felt like there was something more wrong with me. And um, then of course, 
when I feel like there's something more wrong with me, he looks at me and again, looks at me like going, oh, we're still doing this. So it was kind of this, kind of this circular thing. And over the last couple months, you know, I'm under the stress of thinking he doesn't want to see or deal with this anymore. So now I have to hope this doesn't happen and hope I don't spiral because what's going to happen if I do? And, and really, I, I realized I can't promise it's not going to happen. And so instead I have to figure out actually we, because he's super supportive strategy for when it does. And, um, again, he doesn't, he doesn't fully understand it, but he was exposed to a few things that, that might have surprised you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just going to give this as an example. I can, I think I can count on one hand how many times this man has raised his voice and yelled maybe, maybe four times in 15 years. He's very calm. He's very rational. He talks through everything. And, um, he'd been traveling and he was tired and whatever. And I picked him up at the airport and I don't know what we said. He probably said something sarcastic and I was hormonal, but whatever happened. Um, and we started having kind of a difficult conversation in the car and I went into something that really, I hadn't really experienced before. And I could not get a hold of my emotions and I could logically know it was him and I was safe and we were having a conversation, but my body and my brain went right back to when my former used to trap me in the car and fight with me and me trying to tell him that he doesn't understand that the body remembers. And all I knew was all I could think of was to get out of the car. And of course to him, I look like a complete basket case. Mm -hmm which then he proceeded to say, I look like a basket case or I'm a basket case because what are they, what do they call it? It's like a flashback. Like all my body knew was the last time you were here, you were not safe. And it was very disturbing to me because I thought I had come so far and I thought I had fixed so much stuff. And it was disturbing to him because he thought I'd come so far. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of had to do a reset on, okay, I can't, I can't act like this will happen. And he can't assume it's not going to happen. Um, yeah, anyway, it's a good reset. Yeah, and it was frustrating for me because it's been 15 years, but yeah. it was another layer that we pe I peeled off and I'm feeling very good about it. Um, one of the other things that keeps us really, really strong and it's been growing, um, one of the things he told me right when, when, we, when I first moved down was it takes a long time to build trust and it takes one second to ruin it. And we've, we've lived by that. Mm -hmm. Cause we don't want to, we don't want to throw it away. And our, our trust is. Solid. Yeah. I was waiting for him to fill in the blank. Yeah. And we're proud of that. I think, mm -hmm. um, respect obviously. And, and he, he said the other one before commitment, we don't feel like either of us are running away. No, it's. Yeah. But the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the things that I think are, probably some of the most important, if not the most important is like, we genuinely have a good time. Like we laugh a ton. Um, and it keeps, it keeps things light. It keeps things right. Um, we have a good time. Yeah. And, and we're very intentional about it. Oh yeah. You know, 
not that it takes work, but you know what I mean? Um, I'm a goofball anyway, and you definitely are. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it keeps it light and fun. Um, but we, we need to get serious. We get serious, yep. you know, but, uh, um, that's a big deal. Yeah. The other thing, um, I think is a big deal. And, and he said it uh, this year on Valentine's day and I was, he was halfway through the sentence and I thought, I don't know what he's going to say, but he said, you know what is more important to me than our quote relationship. And I thought, Oh brother, this sounds bad. And he said, our friendship, because we are best friends. And I, I don't want to be like, Oh, go marry your best friend because we grew into best friends. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anything else you want to say good about me and how grand I am? Or you pretty much said it all. Um, I think. Um, I think. I think the audience needs to understand that we have our struggles. Mm -hmm. Um. And folks that are looking to get into a relationship with someone that is literally lived in hell for a period of time that if you go into that trying to be Mr. Fix it, you will fail. I promise you, you will fail. You have to let them figure things out, but they need to be supported and you need to figure out what support is. Okay. That's not being a bodyguard to an extent, you know, I mean, there's obviously situations where, you know, Jerry be the first one to dive into something like that, but you got to let them, you got to let them do it. And you got to be the sounding board and coach them. You know, Dr. Heidi's coaching folks for a living. You don't have to do what she says. Okay. And if she doesn't do what I say, I don't get bent about it. I try to mentor and coach to the best of my ability with what I know. And not having the experience other than what I've lived in for 15 years, mm -hmm. you know, with what bless with, your heart. Well, experiences through you yeah. and the things that we've lived through. Um, that's all I got yeah. is to be able to either go back to past experiences or, or, you know, coach in ways that could be a different way to solve the problem. And that's all you can do. Um, if that's too much work for you, I'm telling you, don't do it and because they're never going to be quote unquote fixed, but boy, can they love and they do so many other things very, very well. But, um, you know, we're talking like these conflicts pop up all the time that they do not pop up all the time. So don't pretty, get a perception yeah. like that. They're pretty few and far they're between. few and far between, but you got to know. You really got to know how to handle them and, it, and it's both ways. Okay. You don't have to be Mr. Kid gloves or Mrs. Kid gloves. You can, you know, you have to walk on eggshells, you know, and, and, and say things you don't mean, mm -hmm. you know, I'm very firm in what I yep. say. Yep. I don't beat around the bush probably to a fault. Um, but I think that's super important. Yeah. Um, I think one of my biggest downfalls in this is um, he kind of swooped in and saved me and I put him on um, 
not that he shouldn't be on a pedestal, but I put him on this Jeremy's perfect thing. Big time wrong. Which was, (laughs) which, I mean, I, I still, I mean, I think he's perfect. I would marry the man every day of my life. But what it did was it gave him no room for error. And when I reflected on that, that's, that's really no better than him being in a toxic relationship. You know, I'm holding him to this level of perfection and he can't even be human and make a mistake because I thought he was perfect. And that was definitely some, you know, something that, yeah, he's not perfect and he's allowed to make mistakes. That's been a huge relief. I agree. Because you make a lot of, oh, no, you don't. But, but I feel really bad. (laughs) But I, but I have, I have felt bad for that. I'm like, well, yeah, I would not want to walk that line either, but um, yeah. Yep. We're, we're not perfect, but we're growing and we're figuring it out. And he's exactly right. I think it took me a long time to just embrace the fact that this isn't something that's wrong with me. This is something that happened to me. And that's, that's how we go through it. And when I think about the amount of support he has given me um, up against the two or three times that. Well, you and the girls. Yeah. It's, I have been there. I have not wavered. Yeah. I, I have not wavered and I'll be the first to say it. And I'm not being arrogant when I say it. I do it because it's you. Yeah. And are there times when I hold resentment? I, I, I sometimes tell people I, I forgive you, but I'll never forget. And I get that from my mom, by the way. Um, and so, you know, folks will tease me. What well, are you really forgiving? Um, I have to really keep that in check back in the day yeah. when, when, you know, I felt like people were literally stabbing you in the back and I'm Mr. Protector. What do you think I want to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. But then when the next event came along, guess who was right there? Yeah. But the other thing I should say is in the last couple of years, um, there's a couple instances that I remember that, that I was having conflict or there had to be a tough conversation. And normally I would not have it and, and I've been able to have it. So, so he's also taught me that conflict isn't scary. It doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be a blow up. It just has to, has to be addressed. Yeah. It just has to be handled. Um, yeah. So I can't complain and I thank him every day for being in my life. I hate to think where I would be if he wasn't, but, um, he won't take any credit for, for who I am now or, or, you know, the work that I'm doing. Um, I give him a little credit, but, um, but I do love him to death. And I'm so glad that you finally did this podcast. Well, like I say, I lost a bet. No, that's not true. I know. I have been purposely avoiding this. I know. (laughs) But, but at the same time, but they need to know that I going back to that independence thing. It's like, I don't want to be, like in the middle of your stuff, you're doing your thing. This is, you know, this is you. And so, you know, it's been, a, it's been long enough. Like if folks want to hear it from me, I'm okay doing that now. So yeah. if y'all have questions or you need something from me, you know, ask Dr. Heidi, maybe she can talk me into coming back. But, um, I, I guess, I guess it was just time to, yeah. to do it, you know, and, and, I don't feel like I'm in the middle of your stuff. No. I, I felt like the way you asked me, I felt like if your viewers needed to hear it from me, that that's fair enough. 
Yeah. And I also think that, you know, the, the last year of this, I don't know that I was ready to let all my listeners know all of the blood. Yeah. You know, um, they hear me on the podcast and they think I'm so strong. Well, if they would have met me, well, I am, but they will be, they will be their (laughs) strongest woman. I know. But if they would have seen me when you met me, they wouldn't picture me like this. Right. And I think, you know, timing is everything. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't ready to just, you know, be this vulnerable, but I have learned over the years that me, me telling how, how it is, is what's helping people. Oh, for sure. And, and that's been very impactful for me just reading the reviews on your website and the impact that you're having on folks. I mean, I go to work every day and my job isn't as meaningful and uh, it's very, very powerful and very impactful to me to see that. And so, um, you know, folks can talk about where you're, where you come from or, or your degrees or, how you're qualified. I got to tell you, if you have truly lived it, I mean, you can go to a counselor, you can go to a, a, a psychologist and they've never been through it and they've studied it, but they've never been through it. I just don't believe they can offer the advice that someone that has gotten out and is independent and is successful and found the greatest man on the planet. I mean, I mean, Go well, you know what I mean. Go ahead. Sorry, that slipped out. He uh, doesn't mean to be arrogant. <laughs> um, I think that's, I just think that is the best way to go. And and again, it's, 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 I coach you. You don't do everything that I say. Mm-mm. Very seldom. And I don't get hurt about it. I, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and vice versa. So, um, really, really cool that well, we talk about it all the time. If, if we could go back in time, all right, the, the bottle, exactly. the genie in the bottle thing. I was just going to say this. If, well, you can say no, it. No, well, you say it. it. No, you say it. You say it. You say it. Okay. I'll say it. If, if the genie came out of the bottle, you got it in a, in a time machine, either one, whatever, and you could go back in time, what would you change? And Heidi, would you say nothing absolutely nothing i wouldn't want to go through it again but if i knew what i was doing now i mean it makes complete sense i wouldn't change a thing that's right that's right it's a little parable about you know uh folks would be like you know oh great this happened you know and 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 the farmer says well we'll see and then something else happens and you know it, it's looked at as a huge positive and it's we'll we'll see and um that's really what would happen i mean if you go back in time and you changed one thing we may not have met right and my life would suck that's for sure <laughs> you are a lucky man and you know what i couldn't change anything either yep and, and my thing too, is I would have never thought I would be doing this. This is the best job I've ever had. I love everything about it. How do I know how to do it? I don't know. I just well, lived it. Well, I just love the passion that you have for it. And, and I just the on sitting on the peripheral and watching the engagement. I just, I think it's really something special. So anyway, that's why I came on. I've resisted for a very long time. Um, 
but anyway, I hope you got what you needed out of me. Did you, did you get any, did you learn anything or was it all good? Um, well, I'll tell you what you said wrong <laughs> after. Okay. No, but I'm so, I know we, if, if we bored you, I'm sorry, fast forward, but, um, our story is fun for us. We don't tell it all the time, but when we think back on it, everything definitely happened just like it was supposed to. And, and the people that are sitting someplace right now that you feel like you're not supposed to be someday you'll, you'll know exactly why you were there.